بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله. Restart because I was talking. بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وآله وأصحابه أجمعين. السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته. وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته. السلام is فرض. So tell us what shall we be talking about today? The people who came before us who committed a deed. Unlike any other that we had seen, they were punished. Unlike any other we had seen in the Quran, the people of Lut Ali Sam, and as you know them today, the LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. Now, what this is not the only topic, but it is a topic of it's where know, it need from. because it is of importance. Mm. Uh, because there are things that happen today that, such as you know, companies, TV shows, programs trying to push this act upon our children, upon us, mm-hmm. pushing it down our throats, trying to make it seem normal, trying to make it mm-hmm. seem like. There was not a divine command from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that came showing us that this is an immoral deed. This is not yeah. something that we should do. And there's also like a misconception, not in Islam, but like among some Muslims today, like although it, it seems silly, but some there will be some Muslims out there who, you know, we classify them as liberal Muslims who would try to justify these things. Like the act of the people of Lut alayhi salam, it was just like any other, it's like any other sin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala condemned it in the Quran and it's not for you to put your own interpretation upon it mm-hmm. and force your view onto it just to change it today and follow your desires of today. We have what we have and this is the reality. 100% correct. And let me add to that. Just as a message of a, dis- of a uh, disclaimer, right? We as Muslims, we don't hate gay people. So mm-hmm. like, you know, and uh, just because you are gay and you have those feelings, uh, you have those feelings doesn't take you out of the fold of Islam. Mm-hmm. But what does take you out of the fold of Islam is to sit here and say that, that you know, gay sex is is halal. It's halal. It's correct. Because now you directly go against the commandments of Allah. Yeah. Allah has deemed something as haram and you and you completely throw it out the window. Now you know you're on the verge of kufr here. Yeah, let's talk about that. Liberal Muslims. They're not the like they they don't just say, oh, um, being part of the LGBTQ is uh halal. They say other things are halal. And the, the issue with this is that when you look at um someone who was a part of this community who has established themselves to be like one of these people. And then also try to associate with Islam. The issue with that becomes like you take morality into your own hands. Ibn al-Qayyim, rahimahullah, he said, it is better for someone who engages in these acts to be killed off because when they engage in these acts, they war, uh, they become so evil, so like they harm themselves so much to a point that they don't know right from wrong. And that mm-hmm. that's right because look at look at liberal Muslims. Like especially these Muslims, they're who confused. Say this, this stuff is halal. Confused. They, they say these things are halal. They say they the story confusion. of Lut was. Uh, wrongfully interpreted by the Prophet and all the scholars and all the setup that came after him. Like, do you see how big of an issue that is? You see how big of like, how much confusion this has yeah, caused your mind? Exactly. Like, under like not even just, just to mind. put it into perspective, you have single handedly rejected every single con- major consensus of the scholars by your like who like not to seem arrogant or speak from a place of love, like who even are you? To say this, who even are we? Like, who even are we? To, like, yeah, this, this we don't come in here with our life. own desires, right? Yeah, we don't so come to example, Islam with our own desires. We as human beings, you know, we, we might desire a lot of things to be halal, right? That mm-hmm. aren't necessarily halal right now, but mm-hmm. it is it is haram for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the the idea of homo of of uh, homosexual sex, homosexuality, right, is is haram just like any other sin. Mm-hmm. So it's just like adultery is haram, just like murder is haram. You know, just like all these other things are haram, right? So mm-hmm. you know, don't don't think that you know. This is the only. This is the only thing that we're attacking here. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the crazy thing is, you know, uh, Ibn Al Qayyim. He also said the same thing about uh, fornication. You know, doing having sex before marriage or being an adulterer. Uh-huh. 
And the thing, the like, what, why that st- stuck out to me in his like speaking about both homosexuality and uh, Zina was the fact that I saw a TikTok yesterday about a Christian couple who were saying they wanted to wait till marriage to like do everything. Like they're together, but they weren't doing anything really because you know they wanted to wait till they were married. And the comments were telling them like, so you're basically just friends. You're basically just roommates. What's the even point of dating? Like this and this and that. And I'm like, yo, see, you see what like these these immoral acts do to these people's minds. They make it seem like, oh, it's not it's not even that bad what you're doing. But see, it makes them look. They're the people were making them look weird for doing what's right. They were going according to their Bible, according to their scripture, right? Mm-hmm. And for us in the Quran, it says like, don't do zina. So mm-hmm. that's like saying, okay, I'm wrong for not doing zina because everybody else makes it look normal. You exactly. see the, the confusion that goes on with these people. Well, why it's a great, it's so great, it's such a great fitting in the world. And this is why majority vote can't be the basis of morality. morality. Because, you know, a lot of people sit here and make the argument that majority vote can be the basis of morality. But for example, right, in Hitler's time, in his nation, he, he won by majority vote. But mm-hmm. they, of course, you know, with the majority well, what, of people was now, what he did right? agree like, with him? No, of course not. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it doesn't make what he did right. Exactly, subhanAllah. So that's why, like, in Islam... Especially to the liberal Muslims, we have what we have. Do not, or to the any innovators, we have what we have. Do not try and innovate in religion or force your desires onto this. And it's not like we can be surprised by what these people do. And it's not like Allah doesn't talk about them in the Quran. And Allah does not address these people in the Quran. Subhanallah. Mm-hmm. Woe to those who write write with their own hand and say that this is from Allah. Of course, like Subhanallah. Anybody who tries to change like the word of Allah, you know, they will be destroyed. They will be embarrassed. And even though Allah may not destroy you right now, on the day of judgment, you'll be destroyed. You'll be embarrassed. You'll be humiliated in front of every single person of this for what you, Yeah, for what yeah, you for lied what you for and what you yeah. used to hide and conceal. And, you, like, and that goes for anybody who goes on, especially nowadays, since we live in the age of social media, who goes on social media making videos, either attacking certain aspects of Islam, claiming to be Muslim. Like that, that goes for the people who, who attack the Sahaba. Or that goes for the people who say being uh, homosexual is, uh, is part of... Uh, like Islam, like you could do that, you can do those actions and still be Muslim. Like mm-hmm. when you when you do something like that and say like this is halal, then now that's you, you're when gonna, yeah, that's, yeah, that's see, kufur. See, like you're I gonna take this, yourself out the flow like, of Islam doing that. I see this like video as us defending our, like an Islamic standpoint. Why? Because there will be people like say like someone of the people of like a alayhi salam. They will say, oh, you guys are homophobic. Quite frankly, I don't think we're afraid of gay people, but. What I am, what we are, is like we don't condone it as an act to say it is like halal. Like any, we treat it as any other sin, though. It's because like the, the one, the one who is in adultery, he is still a Muslim. But and, but the moment he says no, this is halal. What I've done is halal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Exactly. So you know, if if you are you know engaging in those acts, it doesn't take you out of the fold of Islam. But you know, to sit here and say that is right now, you have taken yourself out of the fold of Islam. Mm-hmm. You're you're committing. You're, play, you're playing. You're playing a dangerous game here. You're yeah. still playing with fire, regardless if you do it and you you acknowledge it's a sin or not. You're still playing a dangerous game. You're playing with fire because and you're playing. Are, you're playing with the word of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Like it doesn't mean much. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, though. They want to talk about how we have to accept them for who they are. Why don't they accept us for who we are? We as Muslims, we say we disagree with their their views. Why do we have to accept their values? Mm-hmm. You, you yeah, all of a sudden, yeah. See, like what you're saying. Why uh, when we all of a sudden when we disagree, like why do I have to sacrifice my rights for your feelings? Mm-hmm. Like, why do I have to do that? Why do I have to say like, okay, so you're right. Uh, I should support you. I should agree with you. I should do everything that you do just because you think it's right. Not because I objectively know what's right. Because I was told by by the Lord of the worlds, but where you get yours, you get yours from your heart. Like if something feels right in your heart, then you're, you're, you'll go with it. Mm-hmm. And that's, the, that's the, the issue with modern day ethics is that we we're subject to our own uh, to our own desires. I, I want you to see the hypocrisy here, right? And I know right here what I'm about to say will make a lot of people uncomfortable, right? But it's it's, it's you know there's the hard truth. 
a lot of people that they, they agree with homosexuality, but they don't agree with incest. Now, hold on, hold on. What did you just say? A lot of people agree with homosexuality, but they don't agree with incest. And the the biggest argument I, I see a lot of people impose is the fact that when people have an incestual uh, incest relationship, the fact that the baby will have birth defects. Okay, fine, no problem. Then I bring up the example of two brothers having sex. Why is it all of a sudden now that you, you have such a problem now? They say it's just weird. It's just weird. How? How like who are you to sit here and, and decide this? If love is love, if love is love, why don't you accept them for who they are as Even well? So, I don't feel like this is a discussion on whether or not homosexuality is morbid. Like that's a whole different conversation. But what this is a conversation of Islam and the agenda that they push or even like a liberal like or addressing liberal muslims islam is islam you you have your way no matter what we do we cannot force you to act upon any other way uh, act anyway but to, the moment like you attack us and say we're wrong for believing what we believe in like like that's hypocritical on right, their standpoint of course for, from what they stand for that's to say like oh love and acceptance like why could we not be lo-? like it doesn't exactly. it doesn't make but, sense but, to you me. know we, we have something beautifully said in the quran you to your you to your way of life and us to our way of life. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're not going to sit here and, you know, force you to become Muslim. If I hold a sword up to your throat right now and I tell you to become Muslim, is that going to change your heart? Mm-hmm. No, of course not. In the same way, you know, you, you go ahead and do what you're going to do. We're going to go ahead and keep on doing what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's even with the, yeah, I mean, you're right. But even with the agenda pushing, but like, like the movies and the TV shows, they they throw these scenes mm. in there, especially in the like the children's program. Yes. And it's like, yo, how, why are you showing this stuff to children? Like you're trying to show them like, okay, this is... This is something that's objectively, it's not objectively right. Like just show no, them a even kid's cartoon so, and no, let, no, them, no. Look, let them live. I don't, have a, I don't have a problem with anyone in, the, anyone in the world, but the moment you enforce the ideas upon to children, what, are, no, especially these types of ideas. Why? Because these are sexual ideas. Like a children has no business wondering about this. Well, are you going to show a, a, children, a, child, a child porn? Yeah, are you going to show like, them look, You're listen, not going to show them You know them what you're doing? Life. You're showing young ones, weak ones, untrained ones who have little little knowledge on the, on these subjects, right? You're gonna you're gonna force that you're gonna force it upon them if it is if it is something that is objective, that something that is internally right with with all human beings. Why why is it that you have to force your idea on these people? Mm-hmm. Why 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 do you have to force it down their throat at such a young age? Mm-hmm. Like, what does a child have any business doing? I I don't understand that. Like, why I don't understand. And that's the issue. Like, living in a place like the West, they're always trying to be secular and inclusive of everyone. So then, soon as like, um, like you see nowadays, like when if someone goes so much as out of line as saying um, something that could be deemed a slur against that community, like the LGBTQ, then they get either canceled, they get fined by who they work for, they may get fired, they get canceled. Like, it doesn't even matter. The, like, look at. Look at the hypocrisy of liberalism. You have to accept everyone for who they are, but they can't even accept you for who you are. So if you don't agree with them, and then now all of a sudden it's a problem. But yeah, you have to accept everyone for who they are. I mean, if you, like even, you see how they cannot work, if, it can't work. <laughs> even if you want to think of it from a logical standpoint, it's terrible. If you were to put, like, this was this is from the Sunnah guy. He like he said, if you were to put a hundred women and ten men on an island, you come back in like a hundred years, you'd see a, a full civilization of women, children, and men. But then if you go to another island and you put 100 women and 10 trans men, you'd see 100 corpses, 110 corpses of uh, of men <laughs> of, or of women or something like that. Yeah, of, of Basically saying like civilization is going to die out if you think that being uh, part of this community is the way to go. Like if you just think that everybody should be um, part of this community, then you're going to die. Like we're going to die out. You can't reproduce no more. We have to understand, yeah, from an Islamic standpoint, why are things haram? Because it's harmful to us. It harms us. It doesn't harm Allah in the least bit way. So Allah de- decrees that such a matter is haram. You have to understand, if, if everyone was to indulge in this, what would happen to us as people? 
we'd go extinct. Yeah, and you would look at that society like we were animals. Like the one that's you bring up a re- amazing point. When we sin, it is because we have de- like we're destroying ourselves, we're harming ourselves. You know, like Allah says, "Say to all, like all my servants who have transgressed against themselves, not against Allah. They've transgressed like they've they've exceeded yeah. the, all, like upon themselves. They've transgressed their limits. Their limits. What is it? What is that? Like, what does that mean? It's because when you sin, you do it against yourself." Like, so of course not, because Allah, Allah doesn't need you. Allah yeah. doesn't get harmed. Allah is not affected. You affect yourself. You destroy yourself. You put yourself in that situation. But here's the thing: you are also the solution. So you know, yeah, your 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 decisions, your decisions, you know, play play uh, play the most important role in your life, mm-hmm. and what's exactly is going to happen to you. And an uh, interesting thing is, like in a previous episode, we said, well, we stated a verse from Surah Hashr, um, like. Don't be like those who forgot Allah, so Allah made them forget themselves. And what does that mean? Don't be like those who forgot, you know, they're like they forgot Allah in doing like their good deeds. So Allah made them forget that, like, you know, they're supposed to be worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they were, t- were taken so far away from the remembrance of Allah. And that's where you see like some of these people, it can apply today where you see some of these people who they have to change who they are. They, they physically believe that they were born in the wrong body or something like that, or they, they believe that they have to change their pronouns or that if people don't go by their pronouns, that like they feel insulted. They feel like their life is over if someone doesn't call them by they, them, or he, him, or he, they, or, or even she, so, they, or, or like even whatever, like people who try is. to like fit in, like fit into any, any other group, like, like it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, bro, you forget who you, who you are. Like you have no substance to you. And I feel like a, a lot of, I see from a lot of celebrities too, they be, try to be inclusive of these people. They try to become like one of them. And it's like, why are you trying to do this? Are you trying to do this for the trend? Or are you actually feeling this way? And if you are feeling this way, then I understand that you like, you are from those who the shaitan has corrupted, regardless of like, uh, of who you are. Or if you're just trying to be inclusive, you're still from those who uh, were corrupted by shaitan because you're imitating a people. So you became them. You know, that's so crazy because like, you know, Prophet Ali he said that, yes, and, and it doesn't even just apply to Islam. Look at look at the way it, it it's applying. Like you have people who are associating with these people, so they become one of them, even if their their direct intention was not even to become one of them. They just wanted to be like supportive. Mm-hmm. And you see how Allah, Allah destroys these people. He will humiliate them. They think they're not humiliated. They think they're liberated. They think they're free. They think they're truly free, mm-hmm. but really they're stuck in their own prison. They can't figure out who they are, so they keep changing who they are to try to fit into the society that they are brought into. Subhanallah, we're a slave to many masters. We're only a slave to one master. Yeah. And that's why, that's see, us being a slave to one master, we understand that, you know, we, we ward off our desires, we ward off evil. We, we uh, have a straight path. Yeah, we reject the shaitan because the, sh- the, the path is straight. There's no turns and in the And we path. don't follow our own desires. We yeah, see, when, when we do something like that, uh, we understand that, like, things like, oh, alcohol, zina, homosexuality, gambling, all these things that can be addictive and can also be harmful to us, even though we may not see it right away, we still, we, we still understand like there, there's no sense in going near it. Even like, even having the thought of it scares us to a point where we have to go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But someone with, with no iman, they're not going to have that. They're going to think, maybe let me try it out. See, and as wow. soon as you try it out, it's just like, like an addiction. You're going to be chasing that feeling, the first, uh, the first feeling you ever had, but it's never going to like feel the same. Then you're going to be chasing the life you had before you even tried it. But see, people, uh, when they live with that level of regret, they become depressed. See, then they, they go down this rabbit hole. And, you know, Islam has the cure for that. Yeah, I mean, I've seen, I've seen a lot of people from, like, LGBTQ uh, community come to Islam. And, like, you know, their whole life changed. You see them go from makeups and dresses as men 
to you know now they're one Jandabi and they got a beard and like they have a wife they got a wife now yeah. like they have children you know, like you know it, everything look to because a lot of people ask okay why did, why would Allah create people with these certain types of feelings okay right I mean it's a fair question to ask mm -hmm. we believe that this life is a test we're not going to be here forever everyone is going to have their struggle so, you know, some people have the uh, the propensity to be violent. Some people have the propensity to indulge in zina. Some people have the propensity to go to alcohol or drugs. You know, everyone is going to have their struggle, right? Mm -hmm. But that doesn't necessarily make it right. Like me, if I have a violent personality, does that give me the right now to go kill people yeah. or to go harm people? Because, you know, it wouldn't be fair for me to not exercise my, my desires. No, of course not. You know, we as human beings, we have to control some desires. It's like, yeah, to say that if if I were to say that me punching you in the face was very fulfilling to me and, and like I have a desire to do this, would it be right for me to fulfill that? No, it wouldn't be. Or even so, like you can make the argument like that, oh, I'm you're violating another person, another person's rights. But like even so, the the argument still applies. <laughs> if I have if Okay, I have, no, no, no problem, no problem. What about me drinking alcohol all my life? Will that not cause my liver to fail? Will that not cause me to have other problems in, in my life? Will that, like, at the end of the day, like, I'm not only just affecting, I will end up actually affecting society in some way, shape, or form. Like, I will affect other people, indirectly or directly. You might be driving drunk and then kill someone inadvertently, like, involuntarily. Of and, and it's the same thing when it comes to homosexuality. Indirectly, you are hurting society because, you know, when one person sees you, then they want to imitate you. And then the next person and then, you know, you, you create corruption in the land. You start distorting the message of Allah. You know, you create a lot of chaos and confusion. And then what? And like I said, and now imagine if everyone was to indulge in this act, we'd all go extinct. There would be no human race anymore. What did what did the people of Lutarisam tell him? They said, like, um, they said, we sense a bad omen from you. Like they thought he was just someone who was just t telling them what they were doing was wrong. And they thought that they were ruining, uh, that Prophet Lut was ruining their fun, like ruining their prayer. They were like, oh, we're not hurting nobody. Like, you know, we're just, we're doing what we do, it's fine. And he's telling them you're transgressing because you lust after men when there are clearly women here no, for what you. What did he even say before that? He said, I found you doing something that has not preceded you in, in the world. Like, I, like, no one has ever look, done this before except before you guys. Like, that's crazy. Like, look, it, it's it's common throughout all prophets. Like, people will be doing something wrong. The prophet will come to them with with with, with a message, clear with clear proofs and signs. And then they'll, they'll say, like, no, like, go away from me. Like, you know, what we're doing here is right. Like, look at the people who worship idols. What did they do to Ibrahim, alayhi salam? They, threw they literally the threw him into a fire. What did they say? Usually, where is this promise if you should be truthful? You know, the promise of the punishment of Allah. And as soon as they say that, you know, that's over with. Because like, but Just imagine how, like, stupid you have to be to openly challenge God. Like, just imagine, like, the... Like what's what's actually up with this person's mind here? Like you you're you're challenging the creator of the heavens and the earth to to bring about a punishment, and he's wiped out plenty of nations before you. Yeah. Do you yeah. see any remnants of them today? No, obviously not. Like look, hey, that that can that gone. can be you. Like look, like even simply looking at it, when you die, how how fast do people forget about you after you die? Like imagine these people were completely destroyed by Allah. You know, you can be among those people, or even worse. Even the people you idolize who are who are celebrities or something, as soon as they, they pass away, how, look how fast you forget about them. Because in, in, in the biggest aspect of it, like in the bigger picture, they don't matter. Just like you won't, you don't like really matter until the day of judgment. Like your deeds will come to fruition in that time. But right now, like what is the, like we're so small in, in the bigger scheme of things. Yeah, we're a creation that Allah loves so dearly. But if you don't, if you don't like seek Allah's mercy, if you don't seek, uh, if you don't look to his remembrance, 
then you're not going to matter. And Allah, Allah will say on the day of judgment, like, don't speak to me. If he throws you into the hellfire, he's not going to want to hear you. He's going to go to uh, his servants who were able to enter paradise through his mercy. And he's going to you know, worship fulfill, him without seeing him. Yeah. He's going to fulfill like their, uh, the promise that he made to them, you know, grant them any of their wishes. Hold on. He also fulfills their promise too by giving them a terrible punishment as what they deserve. Mm -hmm. Allah promises this in the Quran for these people. Mm -hmm. And I don't I, like I want people to understand that when we speak about something like this, it's to understand that you know Allah, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala didn't make anything haram or halal for His own benefit. He made it. For, he did it for us. Like because what does haram halal do for Allah Subhanahu wa Taala? If He's the one who deemed it, He it's not like He's sitting here doing it. It's not like He's went through it Himself. Like. Look, the, the evil that was placed on earth, you know, the shaitan, he, that is a creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he knows exactly what the shaitan does. He knows exactly the shaitan's tactics. He's he's allowed shaitan to live until the day of judgment. So you don't think that Allah make, uh, making things haram is like for our own benefit? Because obviously he knew shaitan was going to tempt you with these things. He's not going to tempt you with prayer. Like what if he made prayer haram? You think shaitan would tempt you with prayer? Like, oh yeah, go pray to your Lord. Just like <laughs> these, these non-Muslims try to say like, oh, we're, we're a... A religion from shaitan or something like that you think he'd tell you like go give charity don't go towards zina don't do don't be homosexual like do you think that these commandments that are given to us in the quran you think they'd be given by you any other than easy? allah think they'd be easy yeah you think they'd be easy to fulfill as well like, Surah no. al says you seek help with uh, patience and prayer and indeed it is hard you know except for the humble who are who are certain in their meeting with their lord like, and what does that think mean about like well, talk about that statement who are certain with their meeting, uh, who are certain of the meeting with their Lord. Like these these, are, the, the these are the true yeah. submitters. These are the true Muslims. The people who every single time they prostrate to their uh, their head to the floor, they're going to understand that this prostration will come back for them on the day of judgment. Every single time they recite the Quran, that the Quran will come to for them as an intercessor on the day of judgment. Every single good deed that they do is a way of them showing Allah that they are trying to earn his mercy. Not saying, oh, I'm doing these good deeds, so Allah will take my good deeds and enter me into Jannah. Because they understand good deeds do not enter you into Jannah. Simply speaking, if I make a phone, I made it, I know what its limits are, and I say, look, this phone, it can survive in water up to six feet, and you go ahead and you put it in the water for ten, under 10 feet. And then, and then you come back to me and you ask me, and you protest. Why, 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 is your, why is the phone breaking? I'm like, dude, I told you from the start, don't, don't, don't put it under six feet. And then it breaks. Or if I create a phone for you to text and call people and go on social media and et cetera, and then you go and use the phone as a hammer, you're not fulfilling its purpose. You're going to destroy it. And, you, and, and that's exactly what you do. And the same way we as human beings, we have a creator, we have a purpose. Our purpose is to worship other than Allah. And when you do other than that, you will destroy yourself. And you see how you brought up this example of the phone and the per like they destroyed the phone, but did it, did it destroy the creator of the phone? Did it affect the creator of the phone in any sense? Did and I do anything and to the, and creator the creator the told you. The creator told you what the limits were. This is the this is a, a good example of like when it comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The if the creation does anything, it doesn't do anything to the creator. The creator is free of this. Like he's free of need. He's worthy of praise, subhanAllah. And us, like speaking from yesterday in our in the khutbah we went to, you know, uh, praying like Salat al-Istikhar, one of the Things one of the sayings in the dua, it's a beautiful dua, is saying uh, to Allah, like, I'm not able, you are able. I am not knowing, you are knowing. You know, mm -hmm. it's you renouncing the attributes that you have and only placing them upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because only Allah is worthy of these of these uh, attributes and these names. Of course, we only know that from which Allah has taught us. You know, if mm -hmm. Allah didn't will for us to know something, we wouldn't know it. Simple as that. You know, our minds are so limited.
don't know. Subhanallah. What's up with you? You're gonna have to start talking, bro. What's up? Think about it. Bro, I was, bro, y'all was going good, man. <laughs> now it's your turn. Go ahead, good. go. Okay, you know Allah says in the Quran. You know, you guys mentioned it a lot. Oh, we, he, we're in need. He is free of need. Yeah, Oh, people, you are the one in need of Allah. Like this is in the Quran. Go, go look at it. Oh, people, you are in need of Allah, and he is the free of need, worthy of praise. Think about it. Whenever we say, I, and it's not, it's also to think of, like, really interesting to think about. Allah gave us one, one commandment. Worship him alone. Do not associate any partners with him. And whoever so does this, they will, inshallah, by the will of Allah, in the correct manner, they will enter paradise. Inshallah. Whoever worships him alone, no partners. They, were, they, they have the pillars of iman, the, 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 the aqidah, the, the right aqidah, the faith. Like Allah, it's like it will like wipe away the misdeeds of your body. And Allah, you know, like on the day of judgment, there will be people who come with deeds uh, and, Allah, and with sins and Allah will forgive them. And, and they'll that, laugh. And they'll laugh. And that, inclu- that includes, you know, your, uh, your same-sex... Uh, yeah, that, that, and that includes LGBTQ. That be, includes... Um, any, that includes the, anything. The alcohol, anything. As long, the, the, as, long, the, the, as, long the as you don't die upon shit, you, shit, yeah. you, you can you be turn forgiven. Back to it, like, like, we've, been, we've been really straightforward in the beginning of this episode, and I'll talk about the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? Because it encompasses all of this. It, it, these, aren't, these aren't people that are excluded, that are people just doomed to... Like, if you're an adulterer, if you're an alcoholic, if you're a drug addict, you're not doomed. Like, so long as you're alive, you're not doomed. Well, Allah, he, his mercy encompasses all of these. Like you, you turn to Allah's guidance and it is impossible for you not to be guided. If you come to Allah with sincerity and, and seek his guidance, it is impossible yes, for and you. That's a big, in, the, in the law of Allah, you will, you will be guided. Yes, and that's a big part of Islam is sincerity and guidance. I mean, sincerity and ge- like being genuine being in your genuine. faith. And do, do not break your oaths like the children of Israel. They broke their oaths with Allah. They broke their covenant with Allah. And what did Allah do to them? Destroyed them. Wow. Destroyed them time and time right. again. Humiliated them, them. Gave them many chances. You know, the same thing with, um, you know, obviously like the topic of the episode, the people of Islam, like the amount of times, amount of chances they were given, even when the angels came to them and they tried to transgress to the angels. They tried what to make a-, a pass at the angels. And, you know, Allah being true in his promise, he gave them what they deserved. But yeah, of course. Allah is the most just though. Allah, what does Allah also say? He says, we do not destroy a nation or punish a nation until we have sent a messenger. So don't think that, you know, Allah is going to, you know, punish you and destroy you for something that, you know, you didn't even know like was was wrong, right? So one, yeah. one, once you get the clear message, now it is really a, a purely upon you. We have not destroyed a nation except that we sent a warning to them and a remembrance and we would never wrong them. So like, think about it. If you were to be destroyed, if, if you were to be punished by God, think I just from a logical standpoint, don't you know he, he is all-knowing? He is knowing of what you've done and knowing every single circumstance because circumstances also included in every person. Every, everyone, I'm not denying that everyone has their struggles. Circumstances always there. But there are certain things that you cannot transgress upon. Like, just because I'm having a bad day doesn't give me the right to beat you up, right? <laughs> no, and, of course not. Exactly. But Allah is most knowing of every single circumstance. And he, Allah not the best of judges. And uh, yeah, speaking of that, like, speaking of also like destruction, since we are not going to be dis- destroyed until the day of judgment, you have to think about the events that lead up to the day of judgment. If you're around in certain times where... 
but Muslims are not supposed to be around. That has to like that has to you have to be fearful of that. Like a lot of people, they want to speak about certain events. Like oh, I wish this would happen now. Like see, people say like oh, I wish the Mahdi would come now. I wish the Jada would come now. Like this type of stuff. That's something. And you why, are, be why are you guys for? saying these types of things? Because you have no idea if you'd become one of the followers of the Jada. You have no idea if you're gonna be around when you know the the uh, the fog that's supposed to come in and cover the earth. You know you have no idea if you're if you're gonna be one of the Muslims who dies in that time. Like if you're one of the people who are still alive when the Muslims are supposed to be dying out. Like you have to be fearful of these these events too. Like these events are are yet to come. Like th this is a sign of like uh, of your Damn. ultimate destruction if you don't turn back to Allah like within the present time. Like the time that you have that you're given on earth, right? Like imagine someone wants to be a sightseer. They want to see the sun rise from the other side. Like or someone stupid, bro? No, no, not even <laughs> someone wants to see the hellfire. Like come on, bro. Like we as Muslims, we should not want to see the hellfire. Like we should want everything not to do with the hellfire. Yeah, that's fine. You know, that's like speaking about like the, the events of the day of judgment that will lead up to the day of judgment. That might be another episode, inshallah. But inshallah. speaking like to finish off what we're speaking about here, this is like a message to to all Muslims, to the entire Ummah, inshallah. And non-Muslims. Yeah. Like, well, I was saying Muslims because I was going to say like, do not, like, do not think about a liberal liberalist mindset. There's no sense in you trying to change the word of Allah and trying to change the sunnah of the Prophet, because you won't succeed. You know, there are generations who came before you who have done their done their best to interpret the word of Allah and the word of uh, the ways of the Prophet yes, to show right. us the way the best way to live out uh, our way of life in Islam. And there's like you have no mind, you have no credibility, you have no, uh, there's nothing for you to say that you uh, that something in the book of Allah has been interpreted wrong by generations of scholars by saying like the Prophet, uh, the story of Prophet Luta Islam is is um, not about homosexuality or that such and such is uh, halal when it's really haram. Like there's no, you if you change the, the religion of Allah, you will be of those who can be punished so severely on the day of judgment knowing and you, you, and you have no idea of it. Like Allah says many times in the Quran, if only they knew, if only they mm -hmm. knew. Like, and here's the thing. The thing is, we do know. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. We, we do know. We we have the perfect example. We have the Quran. We have the Sunnah. We have the companions. We have the tab uh, the tabi'in and the tab tabi'in. Like we have everything there. Like nothing is from our own desires. Like the, these are things that we're instructed to follow, and we have it all there. We have access to everything. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Like when Allah says, like He He will preserve, like you know, the Quran and stuff like that. You also have to believe that He preserved the Sunnah for us as well, mm -hmm. because you know, in the Quran, He tells us, you know, listen to Allah, uh, listen to Allah and the Messenger. And you have to understand that the scholars who were given, who were able to like learn the deen of Islam their entire life and be able to teach it to other people, you have to understand that this is something they did. If like with their sincerity, doing it for the sake of Allah, you have to understand that we can't, we have, uh, we have no place to say whether they're right or wrong. Like, meaning if they're completely right or completely wrong to completely reject someone's ideologies. And I'm speaking in terms of, you know, these people who like they split their ideologies of Islam. You have no right to say someone who's completely right or wrong or, or someone who's completely doomed to hellfire or, or promised paradise if they were not stated in the hadith or in the Quran. And that goes for the people who try to reject certain scholars. Take fear. Yeah, who try to take fear to people. See, this is like we're not we're not uh, we're not here to feeding anyone. Like we said earlier in the episode, if you are engaging in these acts, yeah, you're committing a major sin. Now, once you say it's halal, you've committed kufr, and that that may take you out of the fold of Islam. And you have to be very weary of that. Like see, it's still game. not for no one to uh, say like, yeah, you're not a Muslim, you're going to hellfire, that type of stuff. Like those that's types of words, that's that's not for us. That's not for anyone. 
Yeah, like, I just want anybody to bring me a time where the Prophet ﷺ did that to another Muslim. Because I know there's hadith where he said the tr uh, a Muslim who takfir is another Muslim, that is true for uh, one of them. Meaning, the Muslim who gave the takfir, he's not like, he's not a kafir, but he committed kufr by doing that. It's true for one of them, subhanAllah. Exactly. So, you know, with that being said, you know, that's going to close out this episode. Don't have a liberalistic mindset. You know, be someone who adheres to the Quran and Sunnah the way that it has been revealed to us. And be someone who has trust in Allah. Like, trust the fact that Allah preserved this religion. He preserved the knowledge that we have of this religion and the way that we are learning it today and seeking His guidance in the best way that we can, which is through prayer. And the way that, yes, in the day that Allah perfected our religion, subhanAllah. And with that being said, you know, salam alaikum wa rahmatullah. All right, guys, make sure you guys uh, share this video with your friends and family. Make sure you like, subscribe, leave a comment. And uh, yeah, we're still students of knowledge. We're not scholars, so we're open for correction. Salam alaikum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. Salam alaikum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh.